When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, everybody. Great to have you here on Listen Up. Uh, the NFL playoffs are completely set. We know that the Niners will be hosting the Dallas Cowboys coming up this weekend. And uh, the rest of the games will go over the Kings and the Lakers uh, tomorrow. We can talk about that, the rest of the NBA, and anything else going on in the world of sports. If you missed my uh, podcast today, I think you should check it out. Uh, I look back at the hypocrisy. Uh, after we celebrated the life and legacy of MLK yesterday, I uh, wonder what Martin Luther King Jr. would say if he were to come back and look at the world today, particularly this country. And I gave an example of a story that was written in the New York Post a couple of days ago and a guest that I had on this show two years ago, Doug Adler, because uh, it's just a travesty what has happened to him and uh, Martin Luther King's uh, one of the my, one of my favorite lines is our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. And this country just has way too many people uh, who remain silent, particularly those in the public light. And I talk about that on my podcast today. So we've got that. I'll take your phone calls. You can come up and join me right here uh, on the show. Happy to have you on. All right, let's get to the game last night. I, I'm not surprised that Dallas blew out Tampa. I, I told you on Friday that I thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the worst team in the playoff field, that they were just – they're not a good team. Now, Dallas played great on both sides of the football. Prescott had an outstanding game. The defense was outstanding, so I'm not taking anything away from Dallas, okay? But let's just call it the way it is, all right? The – Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a bad football team, and Tom Brady is done. All right, your eyeballs tell you that he's done. All right, he didn't pass the eye test all year, and I don't want to hear about his stats, okay? I don't want to hear about it, all right? You're, you watch him play, and it's time, okay? He had a phenomenal career, greatest quarterback of all time. It's time. It's time. He's done, all right? 45 years old. I don't want to hear about where he's playing next year. Because if I'm a general manager, I'm not going after Tom Brady. I'm not. The guy can't play anymore. All right. Period. He's not. He, he's not a guy that you're going to go after and say, you know what? My team's pretty close to being really good. Tom Brady can put us over the top. No. No. That's not going to happen. All right. It's time. It's time. So 
good luck. He's had a hell of a career, best ever, and I wish him well, whether it's going to be going into the Fox broadcast booth, whatever the case may be. But all you got to do is watch him play, not just last night, okay? Go watch him play the bulk of this season. He has not been good. He has not been good. All right, hit the hand icon. I want to uh, have you right here with me on Listen App. All right? I really would love to talk to you about the NFL and about anything else that's going on in the world of sports. What about the Kings? They're past the halfway point. I talked about this the other day on YouTube, but we haven't done it here on Listen App. I gave the Kings a grade of an A in the first half of the season. They were five games over 500 at that point. I thought that they had surpassed expectations in the first half of the season. I know people are going to say, well, they had some bad losses. I would agree with you, but they also had some really good wins. So I gave them a letter grade of an A. You know, if I told you before the season began that at the halfway point, the Kings were going to be five games over 500, now six, but at, after 41, they were five games over 500. After starting off 0-4, you would have said no way. Defensively, I know they're not very good. I get that. But they're winning games. Okay? They're winning games. And that's what's important. Five games over 500 at the break or at the halfway point. Six games over 500 right now. All right, hit me up. Love to hear from you. Kings and Lakers tomorrow. Then back home for three games. Oklahoma City. You got Philly. You got Memphis coming in. And so a lot of games. All right. So let me hear from you. All right. You want to talk about the game last night? You want to talk about anything else? Let's do it. All right, let's get to some phone calls. Why don't we start with Eli? Hello, Eli. How are you? Hey, Grant. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for the call. Hey, um, I would agree that nobody, uh, myself included, would expect the Kings to be five, six games over 500 now at the beginning of the season. But I can't give them an A personally because of those losses against the easy teams that they should have beaten and the defense that um, we know can improve. So I would have to go with a B personally, even though they've exceeded expectations. I don't think they're at that A level. I think the A level is like Denver Nuggets, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I think those are the top tier. And if you're not in the top tier, you got to be lower than an A, in my opinion. Well, I would give them an A plus. I'd give Denver an A plus. I give Memphis an A plus. I give you know Boston an A plus. Those and Boston, by the way, lost to you know Oklahoma City and gave up 150 points. You know, I mean that doesn't mean I don't give them an A plus anymore. Even the best teams in the league will have bad losses. Denver has had bad losses to share. Memphis has had bad losses, but that's fine. I'm okay. So, what's your letter grade? Oh, I'd, I'd give them a B. A B? You can't give them a B, Eli. I mean, come on, a B. That's ridiculous. Give them at least a B plus. If you, how can you give them a B? They're five games over five hundred after forty-one games. You're going to give them a B? That's ridiculous. Come on, Eli. You can't give them a B. Well, B. I mean, 
I think B, I mean, B is still above average, obviously. Now, B sucks. Average. When you're in a B, uh, uh, Eli, they were fourth in the Western Conference after 41 games and five games over 500. You can't give them a B. Come on. I mean, I'm okay if you don't want, if, I'm okay well, if you don't like my letter grade of an A. I'm okay. But you got to give them at least a B plus. You can't give them a B. I mean, a B is basically, a B is basically an 82 yeah. or an 83 out of 100. You can't give them an 82 or an 83 out of 100 when they're five games over 500 after 41 games. Come on. Well, I guess it depends on how you measure the scale, but I could, I could be tucked into a B plus. That's, that seems okay. reasonable. All right. So we'll, we'll settle on a B plus. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll raise your grade from a B to a B plus and I'll lower my grade from an A to a B plus. We'll compromise. All right. There we go. That's democracy. Um, That's right. So, uh, so I wanted to ask you another question. I think you touched on this before. Sabonis so not being in the top ten in the All Star voting. What do you think the reason for that is? Do you think that's just like the- I don't know. I don't, Eli. Who cares? And I really mean that, Eli. Who cares? The fans vote for the All Star players that start the game. They have no idea what the hell they're doing. Who cares? I mean, you know, JJ Redick and others on ESPN at the time of the trade. Uh, J.J. Reddick's exact words were malpracticed by the Kings. Other national members of the media ripped the team to shreds. They have, even, the, even the people that cover the league don't know what the hell they're talking about. You expect the fans to really know what the hell's going on? The fans, Eli, should not be voting for the starters in the All-Star game. They shouldn't. Well, I agree All right? with that. So you're asking me that. what the reason is. I mean, it's very simple. All right. If you live in L.A. or you live in New York where there's millions and millions and millions of people, they're going to vote for their favorite players on their team. Same in Chicago. Same in Philadelphia. All right. I mean, it's just the way it goes. Now, Eli, we'll say this. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, the players that deserve to be on the All-Star team are put on the All-Star team. Now, because of the numbers and because you can only have so many players on each squad, you're always going to have one or two players Mm -hmm that feel like they got screwed. But for the most part, every year, for the most part, Eli, the players that deserve to be on the All-Star team will be on. And I will guarantee you, Mm -hmm. this isn't 98, 99. I will guarantee you, DeMontis Sabonis will be on the All-Star team. Guarantee you, 100%. Even if he were to get hurt tomorrow, God forbid, he will be on the All-Star squad. With you there, I was just curious if... um... Generally speaking, it was the Sacramento not having a good reputation over the years of that factored into people's mindset. And I know it doesn't really matter, but that's kind of what I was just wondering if if that was the case. Just the Kings not being a good team for a long time affects people's perception. It's a, it, it's a numbers game. You know, the, yeah. it's a numbers game. It's a small market versus a mid-market versus a large market. The, the, again, the all-star voting is absurd. I understand it's you know, the league marketing and all of that. But I think it's garbage. I don't think the fans should have a say in who plays in the All-Star game. And don't tell me it's a game for the fans. Name me a game that's played in professional sports that is not for the fans. Right. No, you're right. I I agree with that. So uh, one more question for you, Grant. Um, The Kings are currently at fourth place in the West. And um, we've we've definitely been happy about the fact that they've separated themselves from the teams below them after at yep. least after Dallas, who's fifth. So here's my question to you: Given there's such a scarcity of teams now below the Kings and the Mavericks that are 500 or maybe barely at 500 or a game above 500, my question is: Do you think the Kings, at this point in the season, do you think if they went, let's say, 500 for the, the, the last 40 games, like 20 and 20, do you think that would be good enough to get into the playoffs, or do you think they got to do better than that? No, that would get them into the playoffs for sure. If they go 20 and 20, 
the rest mm -hmm. of the way? Uh, it's a very good question. I think they would definitely be in the playoffs. Yeah, 20 and 20 will get them in the playoffs. I think it would also get them probably in the top six where they wouldn't have to worry about the play-in tournament. Yeah, so it's not like we're talking about an insurmountable feat. That seems very doable, 20 and 20. Right. Now, the only way the Kings will not be a top six team right now, in my opinion, with the pad that they have in the loss column, is if De'Aaron Fox or DeMontis Sabonis miss significant time. If that happens, this team's going to have trouble winning games. I would agree with that. So really it just comes down to keeping your team healthy and um, playing decent ball. And who knows, maybe they'll do even better than 500, but that's definitely yeah. a good uh, a good goal to have. And hopefully we'll be looking to play off basketball here soon. So. Because they're only, they're only three games away from the seventh place, which would get you into the, which, you know, would put you in a play in tournament. And you, know, you might say, well, they'll win the play in if they're number seven. Well, not if Fox or Sabonis gets hurt, they won't. So, you know, right. you want to be in the top six for sure. But 20 and 20, yeah. I mean, if you go 20 and 20 the rest of the way, that would give you a record of uh, 44 and 38. That will get you in the top six, no question, in my opinion. And then best case scenario, maybe they can even grab the three if everything goes perfectly since they're within striking range of the three seed. But I guess everything would have to go perfectly for that to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's maybe biting off a little more than you can chew. But, yeah, I mean, you – you again, health is going to determine a lot of this, Eli, and they cannot afford to lose either Fox or Sabonis. And if they do, they're in trouble. They're going to they're, they're fall quickly if any of those – if those two players miss any significant time. They're going to drop in the standings very quickly. Right, I would agree. Well, fingers crossed, and we'll see what yep. happens. Thanks, Grant. All right, Eli. And by the way, Eli, I'm very happy that you were never one of my teachers because I would have I would have I'd still be in school trying to graduate. <laughs> well, it's good to have high expectations, you know, then your people do better. <laughs> Take care, buddy. All right. Bye bye. You too. Bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here. And it is Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. So last night watching the game, the kicker for the Cowboys. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, can you tell your listeners what the ips ips are? I mean, it mostly happens to golfers, but is that something? It's a mental. It's a mental block. That's all it is. It's your mind that uh, is not allowing you to do what you normally do and have been doing uh, for your basically entire life. It's a mental block. It's all mental. It's about lacking self-confidence it's about not having confidence standing over the ball on a two-foot putt you're thinking bad things you're thinking oh my god you know am i going to miss this again instead of saying oh this is easy i've got this it's it's all mental it's 100 percent mental that's the yips right yeah and you know we in golf you've seen greg norman and i forgot that one spaniard the golfer and uh in the uh open that one year that just kept hitting it in the water and just he faded. I mean, he just folded. And then last night, it just reminded me. I mean, the poor guy. I mean, even going over the top of the field. Uh, and then to still, I mean, I thought Jerry Jones would just pull the plug on him. Like, he doesn't have very much patience. But, you know, they're going to play my 49ers. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that the guy's kicking still. But uh, I just, oh, man. Uh, have you ever seen that before? Four in a row? No, no, 
not unless it was, you know, horrible weather. And even then, I don't ever call four misses in a row. Unbelievable. You know, that, that, that's something to think about going into this game, because if by chance, let's say the Niners line up for a, a 50-yard field goal or a 48-yard field goal, or, and he misses that kick, he may be toast for the rest of the game. That's true, huh? That 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 that'd be a clear sign that he does have the ips and just yep. his confidence has just shot the hell. Well, I'll tell you, I'd think- be really nervous. I'd be really nervous if I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and you know the game has five seconds left, and the Cowboys are down by two, and they attempt a forty-yard field goal. Uh, you don't think everyone in the world's going to be holding their breath in Dallas? Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, the the Cowboys on the sideline are gonna be looking the other way. That's right. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, I know you're not into fantasy football and all that stuff, but your Giants, three of them were in the top seven. Daniel Jones was one, Barkley was second, and Hodges I think was sixth or seventh in points last week. So the Giants had three of the top seven scores in fantasy. Out of all the playoff team, of all the hey, let me let me let me tell you let me tell you something. I don't care, as you said at the beginning. You know yeah, I don't I, care about I, fantasy football. I, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Uh, it makes no difference to me. I don't care, and don't waste my time talking about it. I don't care. You know we're in the playoffs now. I don't give a damn about fantasy football. I don't care about you know whether Daniel Jones did this or did that. Here's what I care about: they're playing Philadelphia on Sunday night. That's what I care about. Now, if you if it if it helped you and your fantasy football team, then yeah. I'm happy for you. But don't no, don't waste my I, time. Don't wait. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't waste my time talking about this stuff. All right. Well, no, I didn't. Say, I wasn't saying it necessarily for you, but for John and all the other guys that follow it, I just and and uh, um, what's gosh darn it, his name. Hey, is- go, let's let, uh, don't waste my time. What else do you want to talk about? No, that's, that's it for today. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're, hey, we're, hey, hey, Jeff, we're in the playoffs now. All right. I'm not right. wasting my time talking about nonsense. Now, during the regular season, I'm fine. Let's have some fun. Let's have our fantasy football roundtable. It was fun. I enjoyed that. All right. I really did. I enjoyed it. But let's not waste anyone's time now. It's January. It's the playoffs. We're down to, you know, four games. All right. Let's, let, let's, let's move on. All right. Sounds good. All right, buddy, you have a good rest of the day, all right? You too. Bye-bye. All right. Got to talk about fantasy football after the Giants win a playoff game? Come on now. You're killing me over here. You're killing me. Absolutely killing me. All right. Let's get to Connor. Hello, Connor. How are you? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Yeah, so I heard your conversation with Eli and stuff about the Kings grade. I mean, I don't know how you can give this team a grade lower than an A, and I think it should be an A+. plus. I mean, did anybody, any even Kings fans, expect this team to be in the position that they're in right now? I mean, it's been 16 years, and I think fans are kind of taking it for granted that this team is fourth place in the Western Conference. I mean, if you don't, like, freaking take it for granted and stuff, like, what if one of our stars goes down? Then it could just be a steady decline for the rest of the year. Yeah, I can't give them an A plus because A plus I have to give to the elite teams in the league. But I mean, I can't give them. I mean, I can't give them any less than an A minus. All right, an A minus would be a ninety or ninety one. I can't give them any less than that. I mean, I, even though I compromise with Eli, but a B, you can't give the team a B. 
I mean, that's crazy. A, a B is ridiculous. I mean, they're five games over 500 after 41. Yeah, I know they had some bad losses at home. But again, Boston lost at Oklahoma City and gave up 150 points. Am I going to give them an A instead of an A plus? No, I'm not. I'm going to give them an A plus. Memphis has lost to some bad teams this year. Am I going to like all of a sudden change their grade? Denver has had some horrible losses this year, and they're number one in the conference. Am I going to like not give them an A plus? So, I mean, every team's going to have bad losses. If I look at entire body of work for 41 games, the Kings to me are an A team based on expectations based on the forecasts, which are the same thing, and also based on the fact that they started off the season 0-4 and, and they end up being five games over 500 after 41, I can't give them a beat. No chance. Yeah, and then looking at kind of the second half of the season with the schedule and stuff, I mean, they put themselves in a pretty good position right now being six games over 500, but schedule, in my opinion, is going to get a lot harder when you got to go play at Phoenix, at New Orleans, a lot at Minnesota. Yep. I mean, it's going to be no cakewalk, really. It's going to start getting a lot harder beginning tomorrow because the team they're playing tomorrow just scored 136 points on them a little more than a week ago. And then all three teams that they're coming home on the homestand are going to give them fits, okay? We know about Embiid, who absolutely uh, manhandled Sacramento. The Kings do not play well against Memphis. They don't match up against Memphis. And Oklahoma City has Shea Gilgus-Alexander, and the Oklahoma City have been playing very well as of late. So, you know, don't think that's going to be a walk in the park because it's not. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Shea Gilgus-Alexander, seems like every year he gets better and better. I mean, his numbers are outstanding. I mean, he doesn't have yep. a lot of help and around them, and he's putting them right in the playing picture. That's right. And that's exactly right. They've won three in a row now, okay? And he is really – really good and I, I i would not just automatically I, I bet you if i took a poll right now i most basketball fans would not be able to name one other starter on oklahoma city i bet you i bet you that all right um and i'll, I'll i'm just telling you i bet you most basketball fans would not be able to name you one starter on oklahoma city other than shay gogos alexander but yet they're 21 and 23 they've won three in a row and do not just automatically think, oh, gee, you know, here comes Oklahoma City. They're not a good team. Uh-uh. They, they, they are playing very well. They play Indiana. Then they're at Sacramento, at Denver. Uh, again, their last three games. Think about this. You ready for this? Here are their last three wins. They beat Philadelphia on the road, 133 to 114. They beat Chicago on the road, 124 to 110. They beat Brooklyn on the road. 112 to 102. The game before their three-game streak, you ready for this? They lost at Miami by a point, 112 to 111. The two games before that, they won against Dallas, 120 to 109. They won against Washington, 127 to 110. Oh, you ready for this? Two games before that, they lost to a team called the – or they beat a team called the Boston Celtics. Last time I checked, they're pretty good. They beat them 150 to 117. So anyone that thinks – that, oh, here comes Oklahoma City, it's not going to be – no, no, no. Because if they beat Indiana, okay, they will have, they will have come in winning six of seven games when they play the Kings. Yeah, they got the phrase in the NFL on any given Sunday. I mean, look at the yep. NBA. It's no different with – I mean, how good they're playing. It's all about momentum. It's all about how you're playing, hot or cold. I mean, the Thunder, it's not really the best time to be running into them right now. I mean, has anyone, and I, and I mean this, I'm, I'm speaking 
Has anybody heard of Josh Giddy? Has anybody heard of Dort, their small forward? Yeah. Have you, have you heard of Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams, J-A-L-E-N and J-A-Y-L-I-N, their power forward and center, respectively? I mean, you know, again, I, I would wager to say that the vast majority of NBA fans wouldn't be, able to, wouldn't be able to name one player, one player on the Oklahoma City Thunder other than Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Pretty remarkable what they're doing. Yeah, along with the Kings, I'd say they have one of the brightest futures out of any team in the yep. league. I mean, next year, add Chet Holmgren and add yep. what, how many first-round picks they have the next couple of years. I mean, they're going to they're going to be in a they're, yep they're going to be an elite team in the Western Conference in the next two years. You watch, they'll be a top four team in the West if they draft well within the next two years. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. And then switching to the NFL a little bit. I mean, I've been noticing some things with. I mean, the NFL, some of these teammates of players, it seems like they're throwing some of their teammates under the bus. I mean, what is yep. J.K. Dobbins doing? I mean, his backup played a pretty decent game other than that yep. fumble. I mean, he says all of a sudden if they have Lamar Jackson, they win. I mean, what do you think? How do you think that makes the quarterback feel? I mean, that's just it's terrible. Say it's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. It's terrible. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I really couldn't. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. And then I think it's a little less bad, but, I mean, you saw Dak Prescott on the sideline yesterday. I mean, he was throwing fits with when his kicker was missing his extra points. I mean, you would think a kicker could use some motivation or, like, a pat on the back or, like, something. Yep. But, I mean, he's just You know, like, at, least that, at, least that is, at least that is in the heat of the moment. It's spontaneous. And I, I get that a lot more than I get Dobbins. Dobbins had a chance to think about what he was going to say you know, I mean, had a cooling off period and then makes those comments. I mean, at least with Dak, that's the heat of the moment. You know, I, I understand that. That that I can see a little bit. It's not good. It's not what you want. You know, he cleaned it up in the post-game press conference and said, hey, listen, I was terrible last week and I bounced back. And so I, we all go through it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so he, he in the post-game press conference, he handled it very well. Spur of the moment, it didn't look good. But again, I get a spontaneous rea- reaction. That doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, and then last thing, I mean, I don't really talk about this much, but a little bit of golf, I have a question. I mean, yeah. do you think that – is there any chance that Tiger Woods has any chance to really, like, win any majors in the next few years, or do you think his time has expired? Every time I count him out, he comes back and wins, so I'll never count this guy out again. But I, I that would shock me. It really would. That That would really, really surprise me. And if he were to win – I think the only tournament he could possibly win would be the Masters because he knows that course better than anybody. And he has magic at that course. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, that course suits his game very well. He understands all the nuances of the course. He understands exactly where to hit the ball on every single shot. And if his, you know, if his game is on, that would be the tournament. I don't see him winning at the U.S. Open, even though they change the course every year. I don't see him going over and winning over on an open course. And I certainly don't see him winning on a PGA. So to me, if he were ever going to win another tournament, I would say it would be uh, the Masters. But he's got a long way to go based on what we know on where his game is right now. Yeah, with him, I think it's all about his health. I mean, look yeah, what he course. did at the Masters a couple of years ago. I mean, he shocked yep. the world and won the tournament. I mean... If he can get healthy, I mean, I know he's had a lot of back problems and stuff in the last few years, but like you said, you can never count a guy like him out. 
Yeah, I don't think it's fact is the issue anymore. I think it's clearly from the last accident uh, and the walking and the stress on his ankle. And I think that's his biggest issue. I, I think it's more so than the back. And, you know, like Tom Brady, I mean, Tiger Woods isn't getting any younger, you know. So I, with each passing year, it's going to become more and more challenging. That's for sure. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, that's all I got. Good talk today. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Take care. Yep, bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, some more folks right here. And uh, we say hello to Trent. Hey, Trent. Good afternoon, Grant. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. We got some sun today. We had some uh, pretty sunrise. It'll be a pretty sunset as well. Um, I didn't think we'd be talking about golf uh, today after the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers, but um, hey, it's a sports show. We talk about whatever our callers want to talk about. But go ahead, that's, it's your that's turn. cool. You talk about. I didn't think we were going to be talking about sunsets either, but you brought up sunsets. So you know, I mean, you can't get on golf if so I got a caller calling up talking to me about sunsets. But you know, that's your, <laughs> your, you know, all right. So go ahead. Well, hey, um, I didn't watch the Hawaiian Open this week, but um, for they actually there's something that I talked about on my podcast. It was uh, Isao Aoki won the Hawaiian Open 40 years ago this week or last week, and uh, he's the first Japanese golfer to win a PGA Tour tournament um, in the history of the PGA Tour, and they honored him this week, and I thought it was really cool. And um, it was uh, I I actually carried the leaderboard for Isao Aoki when he played at the Rayleigh Senior Gold Rush and it was a uh, oh, wow. one of the cool. most one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had cuz I looked up to him and I've always looked up to him ever since then and uh, it was fascinating just to watch That's all awesome. the stuff that went out that went around him and stuff like that. Um so yeah, so uh, the game last night was fascinating to watch. Um, the kicker uh, was having a rough night and like it was in between his ears uh, with the brain stuff going on and he couldn't make the two foot putt. And uh, it was it was fascinating to watch the Jerry Jones reactions after each touchdown and also the sidelines when uh, the guy 
miss the uh, miss the field goals. But um, extra points. Or yeah, the sorry, extra points exactly. Um, and then uh, you know you were talking yesterday about broadcasting, and is Tom Brady will he be good at broadcasting if he goes that way? I don't know. I I mean it's I have no way of knowing that because I've never heard him do a game before. Oh. But I would say the chances are more likely that he won't be good than he will be good. That would be my opinion. I mean, I I think his biggest issue is going to be his energy because when he does his press conferences, when he talks to the media, even though he's great, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of energy. He's going to need energy oh. in the broadcast booth being with Kevin Burkhart. So oh. that, to oh. me, is going to be his biggest issue. And by energy, I'm talking about projecting your voice, inflection in your voice, all of those things. You know, but 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 Tom Brady also is somebody that wants to be great at whatever he does. So we'll see. You know, Drew Brees was terrible, and everyone thought NBC thought Drew Brees was going to be great, and he was awful. I mean, there have been a lot of examples of uh, you know athletes that have come off their playing surface and have not been very good. You know, broadcasting is not something you just like, you know, walk into a booth and do it, and you're good. I mean, exactly. very 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 few people are able to do that. And exactly. some can, but most people cannot. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so back to golf. Uh, Connor was asking about Tiger Woods, and you know he is. I I don't. I mean, the whole ever ever since he had his accident, he wasn't the same person. And the only tournament that I've seen him play in is that father son challenge, uh, in the in back in December with his son, and he's driving around in a cart, and that sort of thing. I, the for him to shoot. For him to make the cut at the Masters last year uh, was an unspeakable, um, it was just an amazing accomplishment and, and how steep and hilly that place is. I mean, you've been there. You've been to Augusta, right, Grant? Yes, I have. Yep, it is amazing. Oh. It's a it's a hard walk. So, hey, the bottom line is uh, he's got a long way to go if he's going to win a major. That's for he sure. Really he's does. got a long way to go. Yep. Yeah. All right, buddy. I appreciate Thank you. the call. Thank Take you. Take care. Yep. Good night. You too. Bye-bye. Enjoy your sunset. All right, let's get to uh, Al. Hello, Al. How are you today, sir? <laughs> you cracked me up, man. You're hilarious. Can you hear me, man? Yeah, I hear you. How about, how about, enjoy <laughs> your sunset. You're a beauty, man. I just want to comment on uh, Brady. I, I listened to your rant. I watched the game yesterday, man. Uh, I could not agree with you more. You know, it almost reminds me of, and I'd like to get your feedback. Willie Mays, you know, I love Willie Mays growing up in the Bay Area. He was like my favorite player, baseball player of all time. And Willie just couldn't step away. And he was play, finished his career with the Mets. And I remember yep. the 73, the 73 World Series and, and he playing the A's. And he, there's a routine fly ball. He fell face for, you know, it was just so hard for me to see. No, he, he he got a couple of hits, but he didn't bat his weight. I mean, it's just tough to see. I, I mean, Brady, I don't know what more he has to accomplish. I mean, I'm with you, though. He, it's hard for me to watch an athlete like with Willie. Do you recall in your personal experience all the athletes you've watched, like like seeing a, one of your favorites just overstaying it or staying a little too long and just – not being a shell of himself. Do you ever recall anybody in particular? In yeah, your... I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if I, you know, really think about it, um, there are athletes that will pop in my mind right off the top of my head. No, but I know there are those. So, I mean, it is sad to see. I think that sometimes 
you know, I, uh, players do hang on a year or two longer than they should. And I just, Tom Brady to me, I mean, it wasn't just last night, just watching yeah. him for most of this year. He's just, it's time. It's time for him to retire. You know, you don't want, you don't want your lasting memory of Tom Brady to be like, you know, what we saw last night. I mean, if he comes back and plays next year, if somebody wants him, is that the guy that you want to watch? And that's the memory you're going to have of him. Like you were, you're talking about Willie Mays in the 73 world oh, series. And, man, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't want, you know, you know, it's like, you don't really, that's not the things that you want to have come to your mind when you think of Willie Mays. It was awful. Maple. And I just, it broke my heart. And I, I yeah. appreciate guys that like Bjorn Borg or Barry Sanders on the other side of the coin. They go out at the top of their game, which people also yeah. say, why would you do that? But at least it's just too, it was just so sad for me to see. I got, I had, a, I actually went back and Googled and he fell down on a, it was just a fly ball. To yeah, left. yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, Brady, I mean, I mean, first, another thing, how can you not be on the same page with Mike Evans? This is the 19th week of the, of the season. This is the first week of the playoffs. and and Evans and Brady aren't on the same page as far as, you know, missing him sometimes or throwing it way off. I mean, how does that happen at the 19th week, the first yep, week of the playoffs? I'm with you. I'm with you. It shouldn't happen. It should not and happen. Plain and simple. And, and, and that, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know if Dallas has – do they try to find another kicker? I don't know if there's any – really. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think so. I mean, the guy, was, the guy was great all season. Yeah. So I, I – I don't think so at this point with, you know, the yeah. playoff game coming up in five. First of all, I don't even know if you can uh, no. at this point. I have to see what the rules are with the playoff roster. But, no, I don't think that they will. They're going to go with him. He's been their guy. He was really good all year. I think that they'll try to work it out this week in practice. Yeah, he's got like something like four kicks over 60 yards. I guess it's just like, remember Steve Sachs? You're good friends with Steve yeah. Sachs. Remember, yeah, yeah, he got yeah, the yeah. yips. Jeff was yeah. saying it's mostly golf, but I remember Saxy couldn't make the throw to first, and and you remember that, and he worked it with yeah, worked his way through it. I was golfing with Mickey Hatcher. Mickey Hatcher's a, a good friend of mine, and Mickey was telling the story. Nobody can tell the story like Mickey, but Mickey was saying they came back. Mickey was saying they came back from a road trip, and Mickey was playing first base, and they go out in the bottom of the first inning, and they're you know warming up. And yeah. uh, Mickey turns around, and there are three fans sitting right behind first base with full catcher's gears on. All right, and 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 Mickey Mickey says in the bottom of the first, oh. there's a ground ball to Saxy, and he throws the ball over Mickey and those and towards the fans with the catchers. All right, and Mickey goes Saxy. He goes just roll me just roll me the effing ball next time. Okay, how about that? Mickey, oh Mickey my God! Saxy, hey, Saxy, oh. just roll me the effing ball next time. Beautiful is that? Oh, oh man, yeah. that—that's yeah. hilarious, man. The fans and catcher's gear, and hey, sure enough, here it comes. But Hatcher, yeah. I remember. I think you had him. Did you have him on one of your podcasts, or did you? I did. I've had him on twice. Once, uh, oh. you know, to talk about everything, and then I had him on after uh, Tommy Lasorda and Vince Scully passed, yeah. and we talked about yeah. that. So. You know, Mickey. Mickey is one of the Mickey is one of the funniest human beings yeah. I've ever been around. I love Mickey. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time with Mickey Hatcher, and he is just uh, an yeah. absolute joy. He is a joy. What what a what a fun guy to be around. I love those guys, and I'm I'm with you though, man. I mean, 
and and yeah, I'm with Connor. You, you know, Connor's a young guy, and but he thinks like an old guy. You know, and he's like, why is uh, Dak Prescott, who's your quarterback and your leader, he's pitching yep. a fit over the kit? You can't. You got to stick with the guy. You got to encourage yep. him. And that Connor's totally right. Connor's Connor's one hundred percent correct. And you know, as far as you know, congrats to the Dallas. Hey, they played great. You know, you called it. I said I was going Tampa Bay because of Brady. Boy, was I wrong on that. But here's the thing. And this is Ryan's expression. Pump the brakes, Dallas. You're, you guys, you know, their, their media, their fans, the team. You know, you, you beat a suspect to eight and nine Tampa team. You know, let's – and you, they're already off the hook on that. So just pump the brakes. You know, you got Niners next, and let's see what we do with that. But have a good night, man. Take care. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good call. Let's move along. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, let's get to uh, Zach right here on Listen App. Hey, Zach, how are you today? Go ahead, Zach. Put that mic on, Zach, and you'll be on with me. All right? I'd love to hear what you have to say. There we go. What's up, Zach? Hey, I'm doing great until I just got a bloody nose about five minutes ago. But other than that, things are great. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. What can we do for you? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, with this Kings team, like, I'm really enjoying the watching them. But, I mean, their defense is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's yep. like watching them is cool. But, you know, the, I have a question. Like, how many wins do you think it'll take to get a fourth seed and sixth seed, respectively? Boy, that's a really good question. Uh, I would say to get a fourth seed, you're probably going to need. And again, I'm. This is. Don't hold me to this, okay? But sure. I'm going to say this year, probably forty-seven wins. Okay. What about six? Like forty-three, forty-four? Yeah, probably forty-four. 43, uh, 43 to 44, yeah, I think so. I think everything is going to be really bunched up. I think there are going to be some teams that are going to get on a roll here with because they're getting players back from injuries. So I'll say, yeah, I'll say 43 to 44, yep. Okay, and then, I mean, would you say it's the Kings are pretty likely? It's looking like they'll probably get a top six. You think so? If they do not have an injury to either Sabonis or Fox, yes. If one of those two miss even three to five games, no, I do not. I think that that's how precarious their season is. They are not going to be able to withstand an injury to one of those two players without falling significantly in the standings. 
in my opinion. Because, like, I mean, basically, based off how bunched up, like, these stadiums are, it's like, I think some of these uh, seeds probably will come down to, like, uh, tiebreakers, you know? Yeah, every game's important. I mean, I know it's a cliche, Zach, but every single game the rest of the way is important. Every game. Gotcha. And then also, um, on Friday, I was listening to your show, and you said something about Listen app was going to, like, update or something. And I was looking yep. at it through the weekend in my after. I mean, unless it's, like, auto. But, like, I never saw, like, an I didn't either. I didn't either. I got a message from the owner of the company, the man that invented the app, and he sent me a message saying, hey, please alert your listeners to update the app. We're making some changes. And I haven't either. So I I don't know what to tell you. I was relaying the message from the man that invented the app. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one, all right? Take okay. care. All right. Let's move along. And uh, if you want to get in on the show, you can do it. And if you need to get a hold of Trent, you can let me know where you are. Maybe we can get a couple different people to go watch the sunset tonight. You know, you didn't think that, you know, watching a sunset in California would be that big of a deal. But I guess when you don't see the sun for a couple of weeks because it's been raining every day, now all of a sudden the sunset's like a big deal, you know? Normally in California, like sunset. Really? Come on. <laughs> sunset. Now, if you live in Seattle in the wintertime, that is like, a, you know, you got to stop and have a celebration and, you know, maybe have a parade in downtown Seattle because you got the sun out in the middle of winter. But in California, you're like, sunset? Really? But, you know, I get it now with Trent, you know? He's excited to see the sun. It's been raining every freaking day. So maybe we could have a listen app get together, you know, on one of the hills, go to the foothills. You know, I used to live in El Dorado Hills. Used to beautiful sunsets. So, you know, that's, there's always a possibility. You know, we can always do that. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon and uh, we'll do it. I know John, you know, we can get John out there with a grill. We can barbecue some food, you know, get a couple of pops, and you can watch the sunset. Hey, John, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm waiting for the moonrise and the sunset. You know, that's what we're all doing here in California. Now that we can oh look up God. and see something other than drops hitting our eyeballs. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's uh, man, getting out of this weather and me being a carpenter, you know, I work outside. It oh, has been yeah. brutal. And, you know, a lot, of, wow. hey, man, I, a lot of times I haven't been working the last four or five weeks, you know. I'm, it's yeah. just been too brutal sometimes. I mean, you know, my skin wow. is waterproof. I can handle it. But my tools, come on now. They can't get all drenched like that. I can't replace them every day. Wow. But wow, that's, wow, wow. Yep. That's, how, that's how weather is, man. You know, Mother Nature and Father Time, they're. Those two are Amen. undefeated. That, that's just yep. how it is. Yes, it is. Man, let's yep. talk a little bit about kicking footballs through the uplights. Was that unprecedented oh. or what? So I'll tell you, you know, you better hope you being a Dallas fan that you don't lose to San Francisco because of your kicker this coming week. Well, hey, uh, trust me. If we lose to San Francisco, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be our kicker. Yeah, be... <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. If I'm just saying, you better hope that doesn't happen. But you're right. I understand where you're coming from, buddy. Yeah. And hey, if it does happen to be the kicker, we lose by, you know, a couple points to a bad kick or something like that. I think the worst way to go out against a, a San Francisco team that's built as well as they are. And not that I'm yeah. throwing shade at my guys. I got a lot of weapons too, and I can get after the quarterback also. 
I think yep. this is going to be a hell of a matchup on Sunday, man. I really do. Even though, you know, the Cowboys got six days rest and yep. the Niners got eight days rest. But still, man, once that coin yep. flip goes and the ball's kicked, adrenaline takes over. And I can't wait yep. to see this game. I've got so many friends that are Niners fans that have been saying, man, you know what? I'm rooting for Dallas tomorrow. last night. They rooted for Dallas last night just so they could, you know, get a rematch with the Cowboys and the Niners. and. To be honest, I was hoping the Niners won that the game Saturday, so we would get this rematch also. Because man, I, you know, you know, yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's it's always been a great rivalry with uh, San Francisco and Dallas. I mean, I think Dallas <laughs> is going to have a very difficult time winning this game. I, I think that the uh, 49ers are better on both sides of the ball. Uh, the 49ers, I think, though defensively, have shown some lapses their last couple of games. I mean. The Raiders were able to move the ball on them. Seattle was able to move the ball on them. So why would I think Dallas won't be able to move the ball on them? But I think that the the, the Niners are just a better overall team from top to bottom. Yeah, I think from top to bottom, you could be right. The one thing is we get after the the Cowboys, get after the quarterback really well. Yep. And having yep. a young guy like Purdy, I mean, hey, I'm not taking nothing from Brock Purdy. I love the dude. I wish he was on my team, you know, and – yeah, there's there's got to be 25 other teams in the league who who are kicking themselves in the ass for passing yeah. on him. Who, who didn't yeah. know? And and that's saying a lot. 25. That means there's yeah. only seven, seven other quarterbacks that are hands down. You know, maybe not better than him. I mean, there's a lot better than him, but just playing so yeah. well. And like we've talked about, that team is built to for a backup quarterback. They have so damn many weapons. You need to go in there. And not screw it up, and that you know that's how they've that's how they've been doing it. And this this is just going to be one hell of a fun matchup. One hell of a fun John, matchup on Sunday. You uh, enjoy the rest of your day. You know, if you miss the sunset, hopefully you can see the moon, and uh, you enjoy it. And we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Man, I got a pool tournament shootout tonight, so I'm going to be indoors. Good. So I won't. There you it. go. All right, all right buddy. buddy. You take care. All right. I'll be good. Later on in the week. Sounds good, my friend. All right, that's going to wrap up the show today. Don't forget Jerry Reynolds tomorrow at 3 o'clock, halftime on YouTube of the Kings-Lakers game, and then post-game after that as well. You be well. Thank you very much. So long, everybody. Great show today. Really appreciate all of your phone calls. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.